I wish I could find a fucking article that didn't have a eight ads per page. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Molly Glover, Nick Glover, and Tim Wick. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are discussing the Uvalde school shooting and the Buffalo, New York supermarket shooting. Please consider this your content warning. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Molly Glover, joined as always by my co-hosts, Tim Wick. Hello. And Nick Glover. Hi there. Uh, so today we are coming to you on Tuesday, May 24th, and just hours ago, there was a school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Uh, as of right now, the death toll stands at 18 children, three adults. Uh, the situation is developing, and we don't know if that number includes uh, where the, the, the shooter is included in that number, but the shooter has been identified as an 18-year-old uh, who lives in Uvalde. Additionally, uh, 10 days ago, there was a mass shooting in Buffalo, New York, uh, a white supremacist specifically drove to a black neighborhood to kill people. And that none of that is in dispute, I think. Right. Um, so we're going to talk about that. The, the way we scrapped our plans for our other episode. Uh, we'll get to that eventually. But uh, this seems more important. And so we're going to do our best to talk about what we know and what we are reading online. And then just our own experiences. Uh Apologies, we're going to probably fuck this up somewhere along the way, but we're doing think, our best. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, it's all, the, 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 we always record ahead of time, so this episode is going to air in another couple of weeks. Yeah. And there's going to be another mass shooting between now and then. Um, maybe, Statistically likely. Maybe, maybe another uh, school shooting, maybe uh, maybe another white supremacist. Who the... F- there's going to be another. Yeah. There's yeah. going to... I mean, in America, it happens about once every... You know, that th- hits the news. It happens about once every couple of weeks. Yeah. And that's that's, you know, and that's not even counting the what mass shootings that are maybe two or four people that are just, you know, so small that we don't even notice them. Right. Um, but it'll happen again. So we may be talking about the Uvalde shooting today, but but two weeks from now, we'd be talking about a different one. Yeah. Uh, and that's the that's what's what's hard is it's it's actually kind of astonishing as we sat down to talk about this. And then we were like, oh, we can also talk about Buffalo because, fuck, that was. It feels like so long ago. It was yeah. only mm-hmm. 10 days. Right. And I haven't heard anything about it in a week. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I think partly because it was an all-black neighborhood that, or a supermarket that was you know, shot up or the people that died were largely black. I think almost all black, 10 black shoppers, I believe. Or I believe killed. that's correct. Although- um, and so, uh, so I mean, immediately, obviously, with this Uvalde shooting, my, my, I was remembering Sandy Hook, which I think was 10 years ago. Like just this year or something, or or very close because I remember I worked. I, I, there's an anniversary I remember reading. It about. was just recent. I I remember I worked. It, I, what I remember is it. Uh, it was on the day of the first Hobbit movie coming out because my entire company was going to go see it in the theater, and uh, uh, then we got to go see it after a bunch of kids died, and, and it that's wasn't why the super Hobbit fun. movies were bad. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's why. why Peter Jackson <laughs> uh, actually knew children were going to be massacred. Yeah, so he didn't. It was December fourteenth, twenty twelve. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So almost ten Mm -hmm. years. Yeah. The the, yeah. Um, Ten year anniversary is coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's been 
almost 10 years that, since... That shooting is almost old enough to be a victim of a school shooting. Yes, exactly. I Jesus. was just going to say, uh, it is. Uh, those kids are now uh, going to be voting. Oh, yeah. The ones who survived. But it's been almost 10 years since that first really, I think people call it, you know, the first truly horrific school shooting because they were little kids. Uh, you know, high schoolers, who cares, right? But these were little kids. I mean... I've known some high schoolers and <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think, but, I think I, you know, just, I decided to look up this statistic to put it in context. Uh, this is the, uh, 27th school shooting that has taken, so, taken place in America this year. Is that uh, this year, this year, this Since year, January 1st in, in 2022, five, in five months, the, the year yeah. of our Lord, 2022, yeah. this is May 24th. So it has been not, not quite five full months. The year yeah. of what now? That's <laughs> just, you know, yeah. it's the joke. It's, oh. it's for the listeners to go, oh. oh, she said that thing, but she doesn't believe. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah. as as expected, uh, politicians are offering their absolutely worthless thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Lifting up the families in prayer. It's, I saw uh, I saw a fucking Ted Cruz tweet. We're well, lifting up their families a, yeah, in I prayer. Yeah, I mean, the worst place for this to happen is Texas, right? Well, I mean, right. The Governor Abbott, that's all he's going to offer up his thoughts and prayers. And Ted Cruz is their senator. It's like the 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 guarantee is that the response of the polit- politicians in this state are going to going to do nothing. They're they're just going to say, gosh, I feel really bad for the families and and move on because we can't do anything about guns. Lots, right. of, lots, so, lots of guns, lots of God. So they're going to they're going to blame violence yeah. in video games a little bit, which well, they, ma- they're, they're past that, Tim. Now it's mental health. Well, right. well I was going right. to say they're also going to blame mental health. But I mean, they'll toss out violence in video games. They know that. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen with video games, and it, it really doesn't. Bullying, I bet bullying. Yeah. Uh, bullying. You know who's you know, you know who's responsible for these kids dying? Kids. You know yeah. who it is. You know who it is, guys. It's the it's the godless liberals for oh. taking God out of our schools. That's yeah. right. That's, That's what right. it is because well, God's not there to protect the kids and to to you know give give them that godly compassion and it's, god is so pissed at the liberals he's gonna right. let these kids die well, that's right you to know, prove well, a point it's also it's also george floyd's fault because uh because of him we don't have police now right, all, that's the right. police are gone. all the police yeah and so because all the police are gone you know there were no police that the school to protect the mm-hmm. kids with guns when yeah. all the all the um gun legislation that hasn't been passed also made it you know that mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. clearly uh, mm-hmm. Helped. I think uh, you know the frustration that I get to in a situation like this uh, is there are a lot of things. You know, you can't you can't say that gun culture in America is solely to blame no. for school shootings. Although it certainly doesn't hurt, uh, it it assists. It makes it more easy for it to happen. Mm. Um, but what happens is everybody talks about all these different issues, but nobody does shit, right? The, the, the most that they've done is they've been like, well, let's teach teachers how to defend themselves in their classroom from shooters. Yeah. Instead of, well, why don't we... It, we're so busy, and, and I, I am left-leaning, so I, I blame the right more on this than the left, but even the left has the problem that we're so busy arguing over what should be done we just don't do anything. In I, fact, I would argue we don't have a left. We have the right and we have the center. Yeah. Yeah. And the center is also doing nothing yeah. uh, ex- because they're too afraid of the right. Well, they, they are afraid yeah. of losing voters who would, 
you know, and, and that's who would never vote for them in a million years. Well, and that's the thing is what's what's really been made starkly clear over the last two years in America is that people. I mean, I know this has been forever. This whole like, oh, people will say anything to get elected, but truly, <laughs> truly. When you control, you know, all three branches of the government and still nothing can happen they don't, at they, all. They, they, they don't, don't really control all three branches they don't, of government. They don't control the, the branches. They don't the control, the they don't control the, the judiciary. You mean the, the, House, the House and Senate? The House and Senate. And they they control the House and the Senate and the presidency. But they don't I control mean. the Senate at all. Well, but the thing is, well, like... hypothetically... Eh, they, here's yeah. the thing. There are things that can still happen sure. when that is the case. Yeah. And, and none of them are happening. There are executive orders. There's all kinds of shit you can do that no one is doing. And and in fact, is is it is that is a very frustrating state to be in. And it seems like all they care about is getting money from people. Yeah. Using these. I guarantee I'm going to get a bunch of texts from Democrats asking me for more money. It's more important of, than ever, Because of Molly. this tragedy. It's, it's yeah, uh, uh something from the Supreme Court gets leaked. It's more important than ever that you vote blue no matter who and give us money. There's another school shooting. It's more important than ever yeah. to vote for a Democrat and give us money. And yeah. it's just like, I don't, I don't, uh, I feel pretty disillusioned about that. But I, I also, you know, like if you look at, like, I don't, uh, I don't know what the answer is to any of this. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you know, obviously, but, um, you know, the more I learn about like, gun legislation and 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 the control on that the more i kind of realize that a lot of the laws that get passed as you know a victory yay guns are more controlled now are all fairly ridiculous um like if you if you look at if you compare like minnesota's gun laws to like california's gun laws gun california has a, a much more restrictive process for for owning guns and for and for what you can own more than anything when would you say that started because i just just recently people were sharing a tweet from governor abbott uh saying uh from 2015 where he was saying that he was embarrassed that uh that california was number one in in new gun purchases Uh and texas was number two and he was like we need to we need to get texas we need to get texas back in number one you know, and so I wonder if that was before these. I know you, you've talked about Chris, yeah, I, California having really restrictive I, laws. I don't know, but I, I mean, like the things that California has is, you know, like if you want to own a rifle, it can't. It has to be a featureless rifle. Like it can't have a pistol grip. Hmm. Now, like a gun having a pistol grip doesn't really make it better at killing people. Like it has to have a traditional like butt stock where you would hold your hand. It doesn't. It's, it looks less Sorry, scary. But, yeah, it, it looks less scary. So they did make sure that there are fewer scary-looking rifles in California. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ultimately, um, and, the only gun control legislation that works is one that actually keeps guns out of the hands of people that are the most dangerous. Right. Uh, but but even then, you know, uh, like we saw with, um, oh, who is the, the Kenosha fuckface? Um, Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. So even then, you're looking at a gun that was lawfully purchased, sure. and they determined that it was lawfully loaned or given or whatever and transported across state lines yep. and, and all that jazz that, you know, all of those things, uh, a lot of those things are illegal or right on the cusp of being illegal, but they seem to have let them slide this time. But, like, that was a legally purchased gun by someone that went through a background check that... 
Near it's the, still like, got in the hands of someone who used it to kill someone. Right. And I, I, I think my point, <clears throat> the, the reason I phrase it the way I did is it's like the only way it works is if you have a way to pass laws that will actually keep guns out of the hands of people who are a risk. Right. And there's, and you're never going to, there's not like a hundred percent, right? No, without, no. without completely banning guns, which is never going to happen in America. No. Right. You can't guarantee that guns are kept out of the hands of people who are at risk. And, and so, I mean, this is, and this is just uh, to correct myself from something I said earlier about the Buffalo shooting. Uh, there were, thir- there were 13 victims, 11 of whom were black. Uh, but the, that suspect legally purchased a rifle yep. mm-hmm. with a background check. Yep. Yep. Nothing, nothing wrong, nothing weird. They're all guns were owned legally. The only thing he did was he trans, he illegally transported or illegally purchased the gun, uh, in, in to get it in New York because the gun is banned in New York, uh, and so that's I mean that's really that's it, right? So like, sure. But the thing is, Tim and I, I agree with you. Obviously, we all agree. But the problem is like, so when you try to figure out how to keep the guns out of the hands of dangerous people, background checks aren't mental health wellness checks. Right, no. Background checks just make sure you didn't commit a crime or you've never been involuntarily committed. And even then, that is hard to do. (laughs) And background checks aren't going to, uh, like, check your post history on 4chan exactly. and things like that. And, like, and what is what does mental health mean anyway? I mean, mental health comes up in relation to these things. And it's like most studies suggest that, you know, like like we talk mental health, right? And people immediately think like depression, anxiety. That's what we know mental health is for most of us. Even though, you know, theoretically, somebody who goes and shoots up a supermarket is not 100%. It's antisocial mentally, behavior. It's yeah. antisocial yeah. behavior. It doesn't make sense. But... The problem is people who are depressed are not likely to go in and shoot up a supermarket. They're more likely to kill themselves. Right. Yeah. Um, and and so we talk about mental health as being part of the problem without any recognition of what it means. And the big issue that I have whenever mental health comes up is you basically put everything into this big mental health pool and then you make it harder for people with mental health to, with mental health issues to talk about it right. because now all of a sudden it's like, Oh, well clearly you're one step away from being a school shooter. I mean, I have depression, right? And I'm not one step away from being a school shooter. Mm. Hasn't ever entered my brain. Have I had suicidal ideation every now and again? And I'm not like, Oh, look out. Tim's going to kill himself. I'm not. Right. But the point is that, we start talking about mental health and what we do is we stigmatize mental health even more, especially since we then don't go do anything about it. Right. Well, and what I was actually going to, to say is that they, they, they talk about it, but they don't actually, there aren't any laws that prohibit you from gain, getting a gun. It's uh, in some States you can't get a conceal and carry permit. If you've been involuntarily committed to a mental facility, uh, I have been to a mental facility, like an inpatient one, three times, and ni- never was I involuntarily put there. Uh, in fact, none of the people I knew were there involuntarily, including the girl who had just burned down her second house. Uh, the, she had just burned down a second place, and she was not there involuntarily. It is very hard to but, get that. But she should have like an arson record that would hypothetically she prevent will her from have a criminal record. Yeah, that's but a, yeah. My point being, only if someone presses charges, right? You know. There's there's well, all kinds of weird stuff in there. There's there's I mean like arson is illegal even if someone doesn't press charges. Depending on what happens, did she burn a whole house down or did she just light someone's car on? I don't know. It's yeah. just there's, yeah. my point is people seem to think that 
people with mental illness or people with actual mental illness, like really crazy shit, uh, can't get guns. And that is not true. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, I don't, I don't know the specific things that like will disqualify you. And I'm, I'm betting there are like things that are worth points and a certain amount of points will, sure. will, you know, push you over the limit or, hope, and there are some things that just, you know, outright have enough points on their own to make you, you not able. But I, I, uh, I, I, I mean, and, and I don't want to be like full on devil's advocate, but like there's someone in, uh, the SRA, the socialist rifle association mm-hmm. who said like, look, I'm a trans woman. I have like uh, a history of, uh, mental health issues before I transitioned that include involuntary, uh, uh, stay. And I think that the reason, a part of the reason that I was involuntarily put in was uh, because of like my family's transphobia and I can't get a carry permit because of that. Mm -hmm. And I, so I can't defend myself, even though I am one of the groups that's most likely to be, you know, Mm -hmm. assaulted and and, and murdered in, in, in that way. So they're like, I, you know, I can buy a rifle. Mm -hmm. I can, I can, you know, work around some things to get guns she but can I, hunt right yeah right but you can't get a get a, a gun for self-defense yeah. the most practical option for that and like obviously there's statistics about being more likely to hurt yourself or someone well, yeah, else i mean there, there's the problem and, too is it the most practical thing is well, owning a gun the most practical solution n- for n- self-defense no statistics show it's not but we in america teach people that it is <laughs> molly you want to say something yeah, just real quick. I think uh, one thing I just want to make clear is I think a lot of people out there are laboring under the misapprehension that uh, your mental health history is something that people can access. No. and It is not right. uh, because of HIPAA. It, it doesn't. No one can run a background check on me and find out that I was in the hospital. Uh, nobody. Uh, and honestly, even if I, I'm pretty sure, at least in Minnesota, if you if you are put on a 72 hour quote unquote involuntary hold, which is like for suicide and hurting someone else. If you go in and they say, well, you can't leave for 72 hours. That's not the same as being involuntarily committed, which is a legal process and therefore is on the record. There are things on your application uh, you're, you're to purchase. That's assuming that you're purchasing from a store and not a person, right? I mean, right. that's, that's you know, you're not going to go through a background check. You should say, way. you are speaking from a place of authority, uh, at yes. least for yourself on yes. this, because you do yes. own a gun gu- gu- and you have a concealed gu- yes. carry permit. Uh, just carry. It's just carry in Minnesota. Is it just carry? Yep. And and you can open, you can conceal, okay. you can, it's just carry. So, um, so the forms, some of the questions are questions that I don't think they can they can verify things like, you know, have you ever been involuntarily committed? But it's illegal to lie on these forms. Sure. So if they have some reason to investigate the forms and they find out that you lied, then they can hit you with an additional crime to charge you with. But they're not, but that's toothless. That's meaningless. Mm -hmm. If it's, if it's someone that shouldn't get a gun because they're going to go do a, a shooting, that's not going to prevent the shooting. Mm-hmm. That's going to mean that if that person survives the shooting, they get to charge them with one more thing, lying on a form. Right. And, yeah. Well, and also, I mean, like to Tim's point about, you know, the inaccessibility of mental illness care in this country and people not wanting to speak out about their issues. Somebody might have been feeling issues like this for a long time, but not gotten any care, not gotten any diagnosis, not even gotten any treatment. So they're going to be considered 
not mentally ill. Right. Because now they're dead and they have no record or history of it. So it's 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 such a can of worms and it's such an easy boogeyman for politicians to point to and say, well, that's what we really need to do something about. But they don't do that either. Well, yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> the thing is, if they followed that up by doing something and it still didn't make a difference, which it wouldn't. Right. But if they followed it up by doing something, at least they'd be solving a problem that is a problem anyway. Right. That's, that's the amazingly sad thing about constantly beating the drumbeat of mental health as the issue is that they then don't do anything about it. Um, Right after it happened, I was listening to the radio. I was working. I was in my car and there was a, there was an announcer uh, talking about mental health. And, and, you know, he of course was like, I'm not saying guns aren't also the issue. We should talk about that. But mental health is a really big deal, especially the, what, with with what kids have been going through the last two years. And it's like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, he's right. Yeah. What the kids went through the last two years is really terrible. But let's remember what we talked about right at the beginning of this episode. Sandy hook was 10 years ago. Right. It's not like this just started because of the pandemic. No, it's no. it's been going on for decade for a decade or longer. These these I mean mass shootings have been going on much longer than school that. School shootings school have been shootings going on longer. have become more common. I mean Columbine was more than ten it's years 1999. ago. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. The year I stopped wearing a trench coat. Yeah, I remember because <laughs> I was in college, and so like I, I when I tell my young coworkers that I I literally went to high school before school shootings. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, like, I got out of high school before there were school shootings. Like, they just weren't really. I mean, I think maybe I heard a story about one kid, like the song Jeremy, you know, it was about that one kid that killed himself at school. But like, that's really, yeah, it is, it is, I mean, it is not an epidemic in America, it is endemic. Yeah. To be honest, you right. want to know what the real endemic, the real endemic in America is gun violence, because I mean, I was in a meeting when we heard about this. Uh, uh, I cannot Uveda. I can't remember the name suddenly um, shooting today. And we it was seriously like we all had to be like, oh, OK, well back to work like yeah. i mean this it's it's not like and and that's what's just assumed that's just what's expected um and and what happens is something like this happens evolving. somebody brings somebody brings up up gun violence somebody else says well we can't talk about this right now when we're in the middle of this this yep. is the most ridiculous time it's like but but they're what they're doing is is just deflecting it until yep. later when yep. we won't talk about Democrats it. will say that we can't push for anything because it's midterms and we have to focus on getting every, you know, and we can't upset anybody. And Republicans will say, well, we really shouldn't talk about this right now because it's midterms. And we really have to, you know, it's always either yeah. midterms or it's about Re- to be the Republicans, presidential Republicans election. will say that we, that we should just give our teachers guns and that's going to solve of the problem. Um, I, so, I mean, uh, it's easy to like point at laws and be, point at like what doesn't work. Yeah. And, and the only things I can think of that do work are things like um, requiring gun owners to insure themselves. Uh, pr- you know, right now there's no proficiency test to own a gun. Like I think, right. you know, o- owning a gun, making it at least as difficult to get uh, a permit to own or to per- permit to purchase as it is to get your driver's license. I think would be would be great. I think that it would uh, be expensive for the for the state and <laughs> and you know slow things down a lot to a point where 
lawyers could then argue that the slowdown is unconstitutional. That's that's that, that's happening with the ATF right, right. now with um, uh, things like uh, short short barreled rifles, um, su- suppressors, things that you have to go through an additional process and pay an extra stamp tax for um the turnarounds on those are are you know like a year plus sometimes Mm. and so they're saying that like by slowing this down you're actually impinging my right to to own things we are we are guaranteed a a speedy process to to own these guns yes i remember when the founding fathers said i was guaranteed the right to own the specific kind of grip i want right yes yeah yeah yeah. possible so i can defend myself from I don't know zombie hordes, and but, I mean zombie hordes are a reasonable thing to want to defend yourself from. No, but, they're not. But the, <laughs> but the thing is, like, like when you're when you're talking about the the laws and the steps that they can take, you do have to take into account like whether or not something's going to be found unconstitutional and get struck down. So all of a sudden, you have like this really fine line to walk about what you can control and what you can't well, control. Not right now. There's be- no fine line. The Supreme because, Court's going to su- strike down everything. Well, right, but but yeah. I mean hypothetically right? right like so right. so um you know th- things they can do like right now uh if you are in if someone gets a um restraining order against you that means you can't purchase a gun mm. it doesn't mean that they'll come take any guns you have already right. purchased away right and so there there are things like that where it's like anything that invalidates you from purchasing a gun you'd think would make it so that they could, you know, revoke that right to, to own. Yeah, guns. you'd think they could confiscate, but they right. cannot. Right. Well, and so I'm reading this in this article that last year the House passed two bills to expand background checks. Uh, one of them would have closed a loophole for private and online sales. The other would have extended the background check review period, uh, but they both died in the Senate. Well, and that's what I here, yeah. here, you know, and again, this is American politics, right? The problem is the Senate's 50-50. You've got the... the um, the vice president who's a tiebreaker vote, but you've got the filibuster, which effectively means in the Senate you need 60 votes for anything to get anywhere. Yeah. And you are never going to get 10 Republican senators to agree with Democrats on anything except for the most milk toast which, of policies. Which you'd think, I just feel like uh, maybe we should take a little longer to do background checks is pretty Fucking think, milk toast. Think, like maybe but, we should make it so that it these private online sales are a little more regulated. Feels pretty milk toast. Well, there. I mean, I, I feel like if you're a gun owner, you want other people that own guns to reflect on you positively mm-hmm. and not negatively. Why wouldn't you want better checks? More. Uh, responsibility like you know p- p- the NRA claims to be about responsible gun ownership and we uh, all know that's bullshit but yeah, like yeah because they like weren't if, there for they weren't there for Philando Castile no. they weren't there for any, uh, uh, was it Dante Wright with the gun no somebody else god damn it they weren't there for any of the they, right. they weren't there for any black men that were shot because no. they had a gun legally and, right yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so um, Sorry. Yeah. Uh, th- th- because you'd want them to reflect nice, well on yourself. Right. You'd want. Yeah. You'd you'd think it would be like, like ah, you know what? I know I'm a responsible gun owner, and I know I would pass all those checks. So yes, I agree. Exactly. Yeah. And, exactly. And and uh, a lot of the things that just make it more expensive to own a gun, I would argue, are classist and don't really slow down anyone that has right. m- money. You know, and the time to to fill out the paperwork and go through those steps too. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
I, I mean, there should be an, an equitable solution. I mean, that's the problem with most laws, isn't it, in America? If you're rich enough, you can get away with anything. Absolutely. You can, you can kill somebody if you're rich Absolutely. enough. Absolutely. Yeah. If well, you're rich enough, you can hire a lawyer to set up a mm-hmm. trust to, you know, yeah. Yep. Donald Trump famously said he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue. Yeah. And still his his followers would love him. And he wasn't wrong. I think, too, what's really what's really hard is that because there is not an easy solution, nothing will happen right. when when it was uh, like the the Senate gleefully passed a bill cre- uh, creating this week, making this week National Police Week Appreciation Week, yeah. National Thanks, Police Amy. Week, even though this is the week with the anniversary of George Floyd's death. Uh, Fucked. Uh, the 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 only trial in which cops have been like like convicted of murder, but they decided to make this National Police Week, which is not unseen by people, right? Like it's just very obvious. But also, you know, as soon as it is anything, whenever it's like about cops, right? They're always like, well, if you don't do anything wrong then you don't have anything to worry about. And that's how I feel about guns. Uh, well, if you aren't going to do anything wrong with your gun, then you shouldn't care if they're making more laws about law, law about owning guns. And like if, you know, if they're making background checks harder, if they're making it like Nick said, that you have to take a proficiency test sure. or you have to buy insurance. Maybe yeah. you have to insure your deadly weapon, just like your car, just like your, you know, like it, 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 there are things we could do that would make it at least, uh, a, a revenue generating sure. thing ma- for the uh, country. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's that's why else. they should legalize pot, right? But like, um, if they made it so that anytime you violated these these new like gun, oh, you didn't have your gun insurance, oh, you didn't take your gun proficiency test, oh, we're fining you, you know. And I know that does that just yeah. increases the barrier in that poverty way, but fuck, but they, they just could, won't do anything. They could take that money and better uh, fund the ETF and have them have an adequate staffing where they could actually be more effective in their in the states that, where they're stationed to actually that you mean you know, create jobs things. or yeah. help people i mean it's create cop jobs but, but still, you know yeah or help te- teach people about self-defense that isn't just carrying a gun sure how about teach people how to defend themselves against a gun when you don't have a gun well but like, see uh, i mean okay so with the exception of like the the mental health angle we've covered you know People uh, committing gun violence in an, in a, like a, a violent act of like robbery, or or you know something like that isn't. Then your the cause is poverty, right? Yeah. How much how much gun violence right. is is the cause of uh, economic inequity, and how much how much could be solved by you know giving people opportunities and you know not making people go bankrupt because of medical debt oddly and enough that that has something to do with the white supremacy angle as absolutely. well yeah absolutely and, and what's, absolutely what's so frustrating is that so with the buffalo shooter uh last year he threatened to shoot up his high school and the cops took came and visited him and he was sent to a hospital where he was there for a day and a half and then he was still able to buy a gun after that with the background check showing nothing. So, like, I, I, I guess I just feel like maybe there could be a list where if you threaten to shoot up a school, right. you, you don't just get don't to have get a gun? to buy a gun. Like, yeah. maybe I mean, that could happen. 
Yeah. Hey, who out there, unless, don't you feel like anybody who would object to something like that is somebody who maybe is thinking about shooting up a school? Right. Uh, yeah, what I mean, about, Tim, what about my right to maybe yeah. shoot up a school? I, that, you can't infringe my right to maybe shoot up a school. It's just, it's just, oh my God. So I don't, obviously we're not going to solve gun violence in America here on this podcast. We but didn't I do guess, it? We didn't, Shit. I don't think oh. we did it, guys. I don't think we did it. But, uh. I guess it's just, do you have any final thoughts? Is there anything that we didn't get to say here that you were hoping to say uh, about this, about anything involving this, about the last, I don't know, 32 fucking years of this? (laughs) 33? Um, (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a lot. Columbine was 22 years ago. I know that because my son just graduated from college and he was born in 1999. That was 23 years ago. Yeah. But. That that aside, that is just being pedantic. Um, it, it's longer than I don't I carried think carried the wrong digit. I don't think Columbine was the uh, was the first school shooting either. It's just they become more and more prevalent. It was, it was the first school mass shooting. Yeah, uh, well, first school. Anyway, doesn't matter. We could go and go and maybe find others, and it doesn't matter. Columbine certainly was the one that that captured imaginations of people. I think, yeah, the problem is that. Uh, w- it's super easy to point the finger at politicians and certainly they are a part of the problem, but part of the problem is all of us, right? We, we talk about it for a little while, but none of us put any pressure on anybody to do anything because we don't know what to do. Um, and that's, that's the tool that I think most people in positions of power have is all they have to say is, well, it's complicated. So we don't know what to, so, you know, we don't really know, know what to do. And we're all like, well, well, I don't know what to do either. So we just kind of look at the news and we and we shake our heads and go, fuck. Somebody's got to do something. <laughs> but, Wikipedia would like me to know that the earliest school, the earliest shooting to happen on school or college property in what would become the United States <laughs> is a shooting in Greencastle, Pennsylvania in 1764 where uh, four Lenape American Indians entered the schoolhouse and shot and killed schoolmaster Brown and nine children. Reports vary. <laughs> that sounds more like justice yeah, to me. You know, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't, I'm, I'm not I'm, sure we'll put that one on the I'm, list. I'm fuzzy on that one. I'm yeah, fuzzy on that right? one. I'm not like, nuts about him killing the kids, but the schoolmaster <laughs> probably deserved it. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of um, uh, college mass shootings, sure. from what yeah, I can see, Kent but, State, but uh, no, and obviously, was... but um, in terms of high schools... I, uh, Stockton, maybe, but yeah. yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you can hear my. I'm I'm a little like disillusioned with politicians, and Tim, I I kind of disagree. I think that you know, no one person has is in a a position to do something about this more than an elected official, especially you know whether that's state or federal law passing entities and individuals um uh they they are in the literally in the position to do more about this than than anyone else and i think that um you know like we said earlier this is gonna the some the most cynical part of me thinks that there are democratic politicians out there who are like what a tragedy and then the door closes and they're like money um and and you know, it's it's like Republicans it's, too. It's not in their financial best interest to put an end to school shootings. It, it's one less thing they have to to run on. And yeah, I know that's very very cynical. But I I also think that like the things that they champion and the things that they put forth are are largely 
you know, the things that are celebrated as we did something are mostly ineffectual and mostly don't do anything. And I think, you know, if, 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 if you want people to do something, what they can do is hold their politicians accountable. Um, and, 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 you know, I don't know how you do that in a two party system where both seem to benefit from gun violence, honestly, I, yeah, like, I just I, don't, I don't. And, and there's your, it's complicated and I don't know what to do because like the, the, the same problem or the same cause there is the same cause of so many other problems we face, right? So much other inequity and violence in our country all come down to we're stuck in a two party system where both financially benefit from these problems. And, and it is, it is, these are all symptoms of class war being waged on us by the wealthy. Yeah, that's a really good point because I think I think that I mean I, I nothing's going to happen because I, I know that and I don't think that's cynical to say that nothing's going to happen because of this. No, it's not cynical at all because it's just it's just pattern recognition at this point. <laughs> I mean, and, in the end, the pro- the problem's capitalism, right? The problem is that the wealthy elite and, need to re- maintain control, right. and it's one of the many ways in which they do that. And we are in a capitalist oligarchy. In this yeah, country, yeah. No, no matter what, I mean, people think it were people think that it's not, but like all of the senators are billionaires, so like, yeah. you know, like, um, uh, billionaires are supported or supported by multi-millionaires, yeah. or yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, something that would stop this—a general strike. I mean, well, that's that's yeah. what I mean about series of guillotines. That that's huh. what I mean about the only way it works is if the only way anything like this works is if everybody who's voting stands up in enough numbers to say we're just not going to vote if you don't fix this what are you going to do throw your vote away on a third party and that's the thing is like i think at this point we might actually start to see i don't know if it's even possible because of the way that the political machine is designed to keep a third party from being considered at all right but to be honest i mean i'll I'll readily admit that i will continue to vote democrat every time it is the most practical solution it's it's the closest thing to a solution that we have available to us and the and the the constitution is set up to basically force us to a two-party system but they told us to vote blue no matter who and we did and we got there and it didn't matter because mansion and cinema decided they weren't going to actually do anything they said they would do because they need a because they need a rotating scapegoat right so it's just like this the more i and i know what people are going to be saying to this is well then you just got to vote that's what they said when the supreme court decision leaked that's what it's always like just get out there and vote 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 and it's like right but at what point do we say we keep voting and it's not working so we have to do something else um what that is yeah. That's the problem. Who can say? But what a fun, what a fun kickoff hey, to the evening this was, everybody. Thanks for listening today. Yeah, thanks for that. Glad to. Wow. So happy to have brought your Tuesday morning to a, a beautiful place. I'm that goes, glad. That goes out to all the families yeah. of those children in Tim. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Tim. Tim. <laughs> you're, you're the one that played it, Nick. He was I'm playing just... it for our listeners oh. who had to listen to us talk about it. That, uh, <laughs> that, that uh, womp womp noise brought to you by our patrons. Thank you That's so true. much for your <laughs> the support. The new mixer. Um, yes. Uh, okay, so it's time to move on to five questions. Hooray. And... Uh, we actually this I didn't I didn't juke this. This is just how it shakes out. We have five answers from our Patreon supporter, Representative Mike Freiberg. 
Yeah, Mike, get to work. He's a local oh. rep. Says, please don't, please don't. He's Mike is awesome, and he is a good friend of me and Nick. And uh, I'm really, really grateful that he is a Patreon supporter. And, I can't even tell you that he's a really cool dude. The best croaky performance I've ever seen in my entire life. I wow. will. I will. Mike. By the way, uh, in support of our good friend uh, and patron Mike. I'll point out that from a politics perspective, they'd say politics is local. It's like the, you know, we're going to talk about the abortion thing later. We can talk about gun control and stuff like that. But the fact is laws that are going to protect you against stuff like this happen at a state level. And the way that you make that happen is you get your state legislatures under control of a party that is more liberal because right now most of them are under control of a party that is not. Or at least, at least if not more liberal, at least a, a party that's sane, People that are sane. There are sane Republicans out there. I believe are it. There? I believe there's somebody out there who's sane really Republican there's, politicians. There's at know, least man. at least six. Uh, <laughs> at least six. I'm going right. to go for that. So man. here are Mike's five answers. Uh, uh, Nick, why don't you start us off with question one? Uh, what's a game you've played recently that you really enjoyed? It's not the most original answer, but I recently played Settlers of Catan with my family. My kids are 9 and 12, and I really like that the 9-year-old is now old enough that we can play games like this as a family. Both kids really enjoyed the game and got into the wheeling and dealing aspects, which was fun to watch. It's rewarding when you can start doing things like that with your kids, and it was also enjoyable that I won. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Settlers is a it's a classic game. It's a good game. It's solid. It's, it's easy game. to learn. Yeah. I love it. It's a good yeah, game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, what science fact or discovery do you think is really fucking cool? I don't know if you can say fucking because you're a representative, but uh, Mike says fucking. Yeah, <laughs> he's got uh, my vote. I'm amazed by vaccines, but I want to sing the praises of masks here. In early April, I was at a con- an event where 200 people were crowded into a school auditorium for nearly eight hours. The event had a mask requirement, which everyone followed. The next day, I woke up with a sore throat, and sure enough, I had covid despite my three vaccine doses i notified about 20 people i'd been in close contact with and the event organizers also sent out an email i checked back in with those 20 people a couple weeks later and none of them had come down with covid i honestly believe the mask policy is what prevented the event from becoming a super spreader event masks are great and more people should wear them you know you know it didn't happen after convergence last year yeah people didn't have con crud I yeah. wonder, what, yeah. that's that's so weird. Right? What happened? What was different about Convergence and, and in 2021? I was going to say, it's almost like everyone started learning how to wash their hands and to wear masks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if I wash the hands, Molly, I'll be late to get in line for rice. Sidebar, I'll never forget being on a panel that was like helping people through con or whatever. And one of the things I said was to not get con cred was to go wash your hands. Uh, and I said, you should be washing your hands about once an hour when you're at a convention. And this guy... I was like, you have to go to the bathroom once an hour? And I was like, I mean, yeah, but you can just go wash your hands. You don't have to pee. You can, you do that can for free. just go in to wash your hands. Like, <laughs> like, like it had not occurred to him. No one's going to like <laughs> check your... Check your Being a bladder. science fiction fan does not make you smart. Yeah. That's the important thing that we're learning here. Uh, question three. Where do you get your sense of right and wrong from? Because we know it isn't religion. I don't know, trying to be empathetic and not being a jerk. Yeah, right. That's a pretty good answer. Giving a fuck about other people. <laughs> yeah, right. It's this weird thing about like, I don't know, my heart, it hurts when I'm mean. <laughs> social, <laughs> social animals. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Question four, if you could build a robot to perfectly perform one chore or task for the rest of your life, what task would you choose? 
I've been involved in some political campaigns, and putting up and taking down political lawn signs is a special form of drudgery. I want a lawn sign robot. Ooh, that, that sounds be. that sounds like hell. Actually, it sounds like a Black Mirror episode. It does. Yeah, it really very does. much. Like the lawn sign robots getting into a lawn sign robot war. Yeah, <laughs> and you know it'd be like robo calling where like all the MLM people would get their hands on the yard oh, sign robots no. and they'd, they'd just set them loose and it'd be like buy my nails and essential oils on everyone's yard. I can help you with real estate. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, question five, what TV or movie do you think everyone should watch? Well, I wouldn't call it a good movie, but <laughs> everyone should watch Zardoz. <laughs> I watched an edited version late at night on network TV sometime in the 80s when I was a kid. It seemed weird and cool, and I really liked the music, which my dad later identified as Beethoven's Seventh Symphony, which is still one of my favorite pieces to this day. Any movie that prominently features Beethoven's Seventh can't be all bad. Plus, it has Sean Connery in a mankini. I will readily admit, I have never seen Zardoz. I haven't either, but that didn't stop us from writing a, a ceremony, an opening ceremony sketch that made Jeremy wear the Zardoz outfit. Yeah, well, he probably <laughs> asked you to do that. No, he no. didn't. Oh. We just wrote it in there and made him yeah. do it. <laughs> I think it was, it's not a Zardoz costume. It's a costume from Zardoz. It, the costume is Zed? I don't know. I'm asking never Tim seen because it. we've yeah, seen I, it. I have technically seen Zardoz, but it was a long time ago, and I've erased most of it from my psyche and that's a good plan thank you so much mike uh we really appreciate it and we obviously appreciate you being a patreon supporter if you out there are not a patreon supporter and you want to support us you can go to patreon.com slash geeks without god and if you want to answer our very awesome five questions send in your answers to five questions at geeks and if you want Add your address when you send in your answers, and we'll send you a Geeks Without God pride sticker. It's our logo in rainbow. You know, oh, like the corporations do. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Ours is this way year like, round, bitch. Just like Chick-fil-A. Oh, oh no. Come not on, like man. Chick-fil-A. Well, no, but I mean, they do that. They make their logo they did. rainbow. They made a pride logo last no. year. Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that's enough depressing news for yep. today. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Don't dare the world. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, sorry to make it heavy today, but there just wasn't any way we could not talk about this. So really appreciate if you made it all the way to the end. Uh, maybe you have thoughts on this. Probably you do, but maybe you don't want to share them. If you do, we welcome you to comment on our Facebook page. Uh, as always, our website is in perpetuity being fixed, but we're working on it. I promise we've, we are, it's happening. Money has been paid. Shit is processing. WordPress is amazingly fun and sending us many (laughs) emails, but we're figuring it out. Thank you always. Uh, it occurs to me that we've been doing this longer than the Sandy since the Sandy oh, shooting. Jesus. So, I mean, you know, there's one institution in America you can count on, and that's Geeks Without God. Two, two constants, gun violence and Geeks Without God that's on right, Tuesdays. That's right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. I know what to blame for gun violence. What? Evolution. Kids need to evolve wrists that are strong enough that they can we're hold AR-15s. Geeks, we're geeks Without God. Geeks Without God, we don't recognize moral authority, we don't accept divine superiority, we're Geeks, Geeks Without God. Need more Geeks Without God? Go to our website, read our blog posts, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter at Geeks Without God.
social media. We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks without God. We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks without God. We're geeks. Geeks without God. What amazes me is it seems like the cops know when somebody's going to commit suicide by cop, and they do. That's when they don't kill them. Yeah. Unless they're black, then they kill them anyway. 